0: Alright, uh, part two of my experiences uh, in Japan. So I want to talk about my working stints there. Uh, previously, in two thousand and eighteen, I worked there for three months from uh, March till June. So I worked in a F&B company called Yoshinoya. You know the company that's famous for its uh, beef bowl. I know uh, questionable, being that you know being a uni grad and going there to work in a fast food chain, questionable decision and. I also question myself for it but anyway it happened and uh, why did I want to go there I want to go there I want to go to Japan fast and you know FMB companies are not very selective about their candidates they have uh, relatively low standards and at a point of time it was either being an English teacher under the jet program where I run the risk of uh, you know being allocated to a super rural area of Japan to teach the kids there. And, you know, the rural parts of Japan is really very rural. There is nothing there. There is, like, maybe the bus comes twice a day. That's it. So I I can't imagine living in such a rural place. So I took it up. So I took up the Yoshinoya job instead to, to, uh you know, work and stay in uh, Tokyo. So, yeah, city area, city area. So when I went there, uh, it was a total culture shock. Maybe that explains why I was there for uh, such a st- short short duration. Uh. So, moving to a new country, there come certain uh, things that you have to do, lah. S- for example, setting up your bank account, uh, you know, getting housing, get, uh, getting a new phone, new line. Yeah. So, uh, I think housing was uh, pretty inconvenient. Uh, whoever said that Japan was convenient, uh you need to pay money. La. You need to pay money. Uh, so for me, it was quite inconvenient to a nearest station. I had to walk 50 minutes and from that station down to my, where I worked, I need to take uh, an hour and 20 minutes uh, for a train ride, la. train ride. So yeah, it was pretty inconvenient. Um, and uh, when I set up bank account, I was shocked because I had to pre-made a, a seal with my name on it. Then they don't accept signatures like, you know, I don't know, modern countries, uh, you have to just use a pen and sign on it. They don't accept that. You have to use, a, a they call it hanko, uh, with a seal and then you chop on it. It sounds pretty ancient, uh, like adult period, but yeah, that's their practice there. And uh, they don't use uh, electronic payments. It's still stuck in uh, 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 either cash or credit card. So I had a bit of adapting to do. Uh. But the biggest culture shock uh, was the working culture. Like, wow, I can totally imagine why people don't want to don't want to work there. I mean, why foreigners don't want to work there. Look, I get it, man. Like, the Japan, right, they are finally realizing that they have too many old people. The young people cannot support the old people. They want to open up to foreigners. I get it. But, the culture there is just so oppressive. Uh, Really, I mean, Japan is trying to open up. Like, you know, I recently on Netflix, I saw two dramas, two Japanese dramas, and both of them are gay team. Like the main characters, they are gays. And it was was shock. But anyway, uh, back to working culture there. I think uh, when I went there, you you can't use your phone at all during working hours. Like strictly no phones. Even if it's like Googling for uh, work-related questions, work-related topics, you can't use your phone at all. And I remember on the first day, the new shashiki, which is like their welcome, like sort of kange kai, is like, It's like their orientation for the first day, the orientation for newcomers, right? I was using my phone searching, uh, using doing translation for some Japanese words that I don't understand. And there was this super nerdy guy, super nice guy, they were sitting next to me and he told me, hey, Yuan san, that was my name, Yuan san, call it Dame. And he, was, he was telling me no phones and subsequent after that i got told by three of my colleagues also but yep no phones strictly no phones and because uh i was i had to work in yoshinoya outlet also so in an eight hour shift i get one hour of breaks and they don't let you choose when you go to for breaks okay they tell you when to go for breaks and they break it up into 30 minutes and 30 minutes and in between, uh, you cannot go to toilet. As someone that pees a lot, you know, after 30 minutes, between the two 30 minutes break, uh, when I go for toilet, the, the 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 store in charge will tell me off. Say, hey, you're supposed to go to toilet during your uh break. And I was in shock, like why it's just uh, I don't know when I I'm mean, being a guy I pee like super fast, like maybe one minute and that's it. But I get told off for it, and there's no swapping of shifts. That means when they tell you to work at this time, on this day, you better come. If you have a very, if you are on good terms with a colleague and a colleague is willing to swap with you, sounds like pretty uh, you know reasonable transaction for me. But no, if they ask you to come to this time, this date. You better report. You don't try to come up with special requests such as swapping, uh, uh swapping your shift with a willing party. I mean, doesn't make sense to me, but And the formality of language You know, we study Okay, those who study Japanese uh, Probably know that there's a hierarchy to their language To for, There's a formality You know, you, when you There's a different language When you talk to people under you on the same level And you There's a different language When you talk to people above you you superiors And between superiors There's a different level of superiority as well So I got, when I went down to the outlet at work, my, my, my store in charge ah, was super, super particular about the formality of language. You don't time arigato. You say arigato gozaimasu and you cannot. And if you don't pronounce it properly, like, okay, like for example, arigato. Say arigato. In the tone, if it sounds too casual, he will tell you off. If, the, if you don't pronounce it properly, Will tell you of and it's just very oppressive culture. And you know, when I went there, uh okay, I was an April intake. So there was like 50% Japanese and 50% foreigners. And they all the Japanese always stick to themselves. They don't talk among for they don't you know gel with the foreigners and foreigners we keep to ourselves. So there's always a clear line that is uh it's not like they are very welcoming to foreigners, probably because of the different values when it comes to work. La. They are, I mean, I respect them for it, they are so hardworking, they are their are work ethic, it's just commendable. But you know, sometimes uh, you need to have a different perspective to work, you know. Like previous in my previous uh, episode on Japan, I told about uh, I, I was I was sharing about how. Uh, the American who I met on a farm gave me a different perspective to work. So yeah, maybe they can incorporate a bit of that into work. Uh yeah. Sometimes work is not just all about work. Sometimes work, you know, require you to lay back, you know, gel a bit with your colleagues, get to know them better. So yeah, I mean Japan, I think uh, the working culture is still very uh, unwelcoming to foreigners. And I think that's a kind of change if they want to improve their economy and, you know, open up. Yep.